we drew straws, and I got the short one. <laughs> oh, I won, yeah, yeah. Well, we're starting a new journey, a new chapter in the journey for this congregation. And there'll be Sundays when we have somebody that knows how to preach. That's not this Sunday. (laughs) And you're just going to have to bear with us because we're all in this together. If you read the. Yes, that one still up there. That's a great reminder of who we are. Before I begin, I just want to give a few words of testimony. This happens to be the day of my birth. Uh, Don't clap. (laughs) 64 years ago today, my mother gave birth to me. And as I was thinking about that and the fact that uh, she was obedient to heed the call of the Lord to do mission work in Kansas City at a children's home. There was a Mennonite children's home in Kansas City, and that's how she she was translocated from Ontario, Canada, to Missouri. That's where my father met her. And most people would say this is impossible, but she got married at the age of 35 and had four children after that. And we were, well, I don't know if we're all healthy, but we're all here. (laughs) Part of the thing that I learned from my mother was humor. And I think it was humor because of the brokenness of some of our family. And if you're here today and you think, well, I'm the only one that has ever experienced brokenness and all the rest of these people are perfect, then you got another thing coming. My thing is dad jokes. So I got one that's nice and clean. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? Now, the little generation is not going to know this at all. A hippo weighs a lot, and a zippo is a little lighter. (laughs) So anyway, I was always thinking about how much influence my mother had on me. Uh, There was also a lot of, I don't know why, Women in this church, I'm sure there were some men also, but the women are the ones that stand out. And I made a list. Carrie Schrock, Amy Berge, Nellie King, Iona Schrock, Elizabeth Yoder, just to name a few. People who were... Here, obedient to teach in Sunday school and Bible school. And we're talking about Bible school now, and don't forget how important that is. And 
then this week several times I was listening to someone who said, do you understand how important or how powerful a word can be? And if you've ever had anybody tell you that you are not going to make anything of your life, or you will never be anybody, or you will never, whatever, you felt you, you've got that. I'm sure you have that in your computer somewhere. And the one speaker said, I went to a maximum strength prison to speak to a group of guys, and he asked them one question. How many of you guys had at least one of your parents tell you that this is where you would end up? Ninety percent put their hands up. Now, that word is powerful, but the word of encouragement is just as powerful. And are we being the kind of people that also use that kind of power in words to encourage people and to build them up and to give them strength to go on. So, in elders, we decided we were just going to read Scripture for a couple of Sundays. And this morning, Second Timothy is where we're going to begin. Not going to make hardly any comments about it. We're just going to read the first two chapters. And if we get out of here and your meatloaf's not done, you'll just have to wait for it to get done. <laughs> or eat it raw one. <clears throat> but I pray that God would use the reading of his word to speak to us this morning. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, according to the promise of the life that is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my beloved child, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve, as did my ancestors, with a clear conscience, as I remember you constantly in my prayers night and day, as I remember your tears. I long to see you, that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, a faith that dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and now, I am sure, dwells in you as well. For this reason, I remind you to fan the flame the gift of God. Fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share in suffering for the gospel by the power of God, who saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began, and which now has been manifested through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, 
who abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, for which I was appointed a preacher and apostle and teacher, which is why I suffer as I do. But I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. You are aware that all who are in Asia turned away from me, among whom are Philegus and Hermongans. May the Lord grant mercy to the household of Oniphorus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he arrived in Rome, he searched for me earnestly and found me. May the Lord grant him to find mercy from the Lord on that day, and you well know all the service he rendered at Ephesus. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and what you have heard from me in the presence of, my, of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. <coughs> Excuse me. Share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits, since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. It is the hard-working farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. Think over what I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal. But the word of God is not bound. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they may also obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. The saying is trustworthy, for if we have died with him, (coughs) we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. (coughs) Remind them of these things and charge them before God not to quarrel about words, which does no good, but only ruins the hearers. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly rightly handling the word of truth, but avoid irreverent babble, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness. And their talk will spread like gangrene. (coughs) Excuse me. Among them are, I can't say either name, who have swerved from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already happened. They are upsetting the faith of some, but God's firm foundation stands. 
bearing this seal. The Lord knows who are his and let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Now, in a great house, there are only vessels of gold and silver. Excuse me. There are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, Correcting his opponents with gentleness, God may perhaps grant them repentance leading to a knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this section of scripture and for it its wisdom for its directness and how it instructs us to behave as Christians and as a body of believers I pray that you would help us to <coughs> hear and to act on <coughs> what we hear this morning Guide and direct us as we go from this place. In Jesus' name, amen.